What's up, Zookers? Uh, hey. So glad you're here. Glad you downloaded this podcast. If you like what you hear or you're already subscribed, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us out so much. Anything you write, we'll read on an episode. So if you want to write about Charles Barkley, I don't know, making out with Godzilla, of course we're going to read it. And then also, stick around. We got on Charlie Marvin, and he's the best. You know Charlie from the hideout in Chicago, the best venue in Chicago or the world that you should all support, and also part of Muka Paza. It's all good stuff. It's all great. Well, get out of my house. Get. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do this? I will um, say the ambiance is different. You gotta you gotta zip your hood all the way up. Okay. I'd be down <laughs> with it. I mean you've already done it. Let's come in with the <laughs> Yeah, we are here. Uh, yeah. We can hold this dramatically. We recording? We are recording. Oh, okay. Let me check by candlelight. <laughs> yeah. It's how they had to record their podcast yes. in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wood fired podcast. All right, can we zip up all the way? Oh, oh man, there. Oh wow, that's full face zip. Yeah, <laughs> this definitely translates to the podcast too. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Podzuki. I'm your co-host Brandon Kirkman, and we're podcasting by candlelight. It's the world's yeah. most visual medium. <laughs> hey, there, never you, know. I want to try that again, just in case you can't be heard through it. Welcome to Podzuki. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Brian Kirkman. I'm wearing a one hoodie, and we're doing it by candlelight, and nothing fucking matters anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm another one of your co-hosts, Luke Flip. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Martin Felschman. And I, I guess I'm a guest today. I'm, I'm Charlie Malave. Yeah, we really need to figure out how to do that. We never, like, I always assume somebody's going to introduce the guest. No, but then guess, we kind of let them do it. No, we, listen, we get professionals on this podcast. Yeah, we have, they know to introduce themselves. That's right, we have one half of Mr. and Mrs. Wednesday Night. That's true. And uh, it's going to be a good episode, because it's real mystical this time. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is comfortable. I like this. Do you think we're the only podcast that's done by candlelight? No. Certainly not. There's a lot of witch podcasts. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Do you think we're the first one to do a seance with Godzilla? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to say no to that, yeah, too. Yeah, again, no. Okay. Unfortunately. But probably first one with somebody wearing a full-body hoodie yeah. zip-up. Um, I showed this earlier, too, but like it zips off at the bottom, too, so I can just open up where my junk is. I'm wearing pants under it, don't worry, so... I don't believe you. All right, here we go. Oh. Um, yeah, so we watched... <laughs> I forgot we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Um, we watched the movie. We got back on track on our Godzilla, uh, movie watch going canonically through all the films. So we watched Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2 from 1993. And it was a long. movie. It, it was, was long. long. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. There's a lot of good things going on for this film before we get too into it. But like, it felt like I was watching, uh, The Last Jedi all over again. Or, what was the name of the last one? The last year, yeah. Okay, yeah, where I, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, there's just where it's just like, how many acts do you need to put in one movie? Mm. It, it just kind of kept going back and forth between, you know, I mean, I imagine this is most Godzilla movies be, between the like not very interesting human drama mm. and giant 
monster fights. Yeah. Yes. Right? Pretty just volleying back and forth between those two things. Yeah. I mean, none of them are really very good. Yeah. They're all kind of... I feel like the only time it's ever worked, and it's on the very, like, high end of the, the, the different sides of the movie spectrums of the very first Godzilla film, and then Shin Godzilla, which is the last Godzilla film they made, of where the, the human interest part was actually as good as the giant monsters. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in the first Godzilla film, like, they gave people something to do. Yeah. In, in this one, it, well, in this one, in almost every other film, it doesn't feel like they're giving people anything to do. Like, Godzilla's gonna do their stuff until they can fight something enough, but they don't give people anything yeah. to actually like, do. Give, give me a drama from some of the families living in the apartment buildings that are about to be destroyed. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want to care about the people who are, might... Whose lives are at stake here. I want and less about the engineers who are like, let's just keep trying to kill Godzilla. I want to hear about the 50-year-old businessman who just made the final payment on his house. <laughs> yeah. He lost everything. Yeah. He built it with his own hands and cum. Yeah. So this is a direct sequel to the last one, right? Where yeah. they well, actually, all, all of the ones that started in 1985 after Godzilla 85 are all in the same series. So even going back to Biollante, they even mentioned Biollante plant cells in a few of the films since then. And it's all going to come together in a head when we get to Godzilla vs. Destroyer, but don't think about that too much. Oh, anymore. Godzilla Endgame? Godzilla Endgame. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange well, comes down says, you gotta destroy things, Godzilla. Yeah, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Avengers Endgame just came out. So, <laughs> Well, I think at this time frame, there's no way that's not true. <laughs> Unless we time travel this podcast. <laughs> yeah, if it hasn't come out yet... How did you get the access to it? <laughs> you were involved in a time heist right now. <laughs> now, there is crossover here, because we could have had an Ant-Man fly up Godzilla's butt and oh my God. blow up, right? Because we learned in this movie there's a second brain oh, yeah. in Godzilla. <laughs> God, I can't wait to get to that dumb shit. And it's both. Yeah. So. There, there's, this movie didn't seem to have a purpose. Like, you've got, I guess, a uh, son of Godzilla, a new Menia. Which I... I don't know why they didn't call it Godzuki. We've had this conversation so many times. Godzuki is not Godzilla's son. Then what the fuck is he? He's like a clone of Godzilla. Oh. Like they try, they try to create Godzilla in a lab. That's the way I've always interpreted it. That doesn't make any sense. So Godzuki is basically Mewtwo. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's like he hangs out with the humans and why he's like. How does it make sense for him to be Godzilla's son? It makes more sense than it being a clone, at least to me. I don't think so. I, I think if he's not a clone, he's like some. He's like not the same species as Godzilla. Like I like Mania is Godzilla's son. Yeah, I, I just never interpreted Godzuki as Godzilla's son. Should we try to do a séance with Godzuki? No, but we, but we can have candles. <laughs> I, I I don't think anybody Should, wants him alive again. Seance candles? Though? No, they're not. I mean, they're no. scented candles. You have to have a special mm. kind of candle to do a séance. It can't just be. I anything. think you're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, you're, you know all that stuff. That's that's, no, that's 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 just witches trying to get extra money. Out. Yeah, that's you just yeah. That's just big seance industrial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can you big use a Yankee candle to raise the dead? What? Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I but, hate but, the but, pumpkin scented dead. But yeah. you can only raise Yankees. Yeah, but what's uh, more, and okay. also what's more mystic than capitalism? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, soul crushing. Yeah. Welcome to the only Wiccan Godzilla podcast <laughs> in all of America. We probably aren't. I just realized there probably is another one. Yeah, like if you could, if 
there's anything that could be a bigger waste of time than doing a podcast about Godzilla movies. They're like, what moon face is Godzilla in this one? About oh, it was a half moon, actually. Oh, yeah, in this one, true. we did see that. And it looked out over the uh, ocean. It was yeah, pretty. and uh, we can start getting into the plot a little bit, but like one thing overall with this film, the miniatures and the special effects were really good. Really, really good. So they, they did look good, but that could have also been just because the uh, the copy of the film we had was uh, not great. A choppy. Yeah. But uh, no, I think it would hold up, though. Be- yeah. Yeah. A lot of the it, perspective seemed matched and everything. Yeah. A lot of it did just feel like they wanted to be like, hey, look at this set we built. It, it, except for when yeah. Rodan is flying. Yeah. Oof. Oof, those are rough. I'm sorry. Uh, radon. 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 Yeah. Radon. Detector. Radon, I think is what they kept <laughs> yeah. saying. The movie's... Radon. The movie's... <laughs> radon? Radon. Estragon. As long as we don't say what ethnicity is, it's not racist or bad. It's true. Radon. Uh, anyways. Radon. Red off. The movie starts with us getting explained to... That's a good way to put it. Uh, about the United Nations Godzilla... Countermeasure Center being built, which is the UNGCC, which is like the UN, except there's a giant symbol of Godzilla in the center of it all. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. They're putting together a crackpot team of crackpots. Yeah. Which is, we're introduced to Kazuma in the beginning scene, which is a guy so obsessed with dinosaurs and ter- uh, pterodactyls that he seems like he's on the spectrum. Pteranodon. Pteranodon. But he doesn't seem to know much about them. No, he, he just, just likes them. Likes them. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know anything about any other dinosaurs yeah. either. No. Yeah. Which is pretty clear. And we don't... For, right from the get-go, we don't really know what exactly his role is because he's supposed to be doing scientific research, I think, but he's fucking around with the... What's the name of the the uh, their flight ship? Oh, that was the, the Gar- that was the Garuda. Yeah, he's trying teaching himself to use the Garuda. No, which is the big plot points is that when they're introducing this character and also Professor o- uh, Ome, who's the one who worked on it in Mechagodzilla and the love interest with the female that's introduced later, who's really just the love interest female. Um, which, this is another weird thing I can get into. I feel like this goes a bit divergent towards the plot later, but, like, she's, like, supposed to be this upstanding scientist that's the best in her field, and she just becomes a caretaker later on. Yeah. No, well, I mean, it's the it's a classic movie trope. She discovered she could be a mother. Why be anything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Literally names the Godzilla baby, baby. Mm-hmm. And that's all she does now. Yeah, that yeah. really bugged me. I feel like maybe it was, like, a translation thing, why, like... In Japanese, like that, you don't really use the word "the," mm. so it was supposed to be like they were calling it "the baby." <laughs> that would have been great if its name was "the baby," <laughs> yeah. or like some like cute little like pet name for babies, that, oh, yeah. right? But that just wasn't translated. It's like ah, it translates to baby. Just call it baby. That's yeah. easy. See, just for the yeah. sake of it not sounding so weird, if they called it Godzuki, it would have sounded a lot better. Because this mean. is a different universe or now. Gooby. Gooby! Gooby! Oh, Gooby! Gooby! Gooby. Gooby. I, I prefer Gooby to Godzuki. We gotta, guys, we gotta play the t shirt jingle already. T shirt. Because put that on t shirt. Gooby. Gooby. Yeah. That's nice. Let's sell that, man. Oh, we, man. oh, fuck, we had some million dollar ideas during this. Oh, right. <laughs> Should we talk about the Godzilla room? room? Yes. Rage room. Yeah, I'll let Charlie explain why I go get my beer left in the Well, room. this is really Martin's idea, though. Well, right. it's, it's simple. You know how they have those rooms where you can, like, just go and you can break a bunch of class shit or you can just fuck things up with a baseball bat? Like, just do that, but a miniature city where you get to put on a padded costume. And, you you know, you maybe give them a flamethrower or something and you just destroy shit for a while. 
It'd be expensive, but I think it'd be a great fucking idea. And then you get the footage of it afterward. Yes. And you can put your boss in the building that you're destroying or whatever. Or... But you actually get to legally kill him. It's true. <laughs> it is true. Oh, I, I'm still thinking about Gooby, too, man. Gooby's cute. You get to name buildings like, this is my ex-girlfriend. So, an, another production thing, uh, there's some gore in this one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I w- which I'm not used to seeing in any of it's these movies. For, for There's, it's randomly peppered in some of the movies. Sometimes yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. completely kid friendly. Sometimes it's like we're gonna rip a jaw. Yeah, this, oh, is, yeah. this is not. This is not the, the jaw guy was in town. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we gotta get the jaw guy. <laughs> this is pretty far from the goriest Godzilla movie we've seen. Yeah. Uh, very, very far from the goriest movie we've watched for the podcast. Yeah, thanks again, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we watched Solo. One time. Yeah, oh, I made them watch that. that. It was yeah, really don't, early don't, in the morning, I, yeah, too. I, I say I'll watch it with that. your family. Oh, I, I say just nice. don't watch it. That yeah, sounds I, like I, solid uh, advice. There. I say watch it, but... You know, also solid the turds they ate in that film. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I wish Ooh. that was a joke. Oh. It, it was It was chocolate. I mean, not I mean, of course it was chocolate. Yeah. They weren't actually eating turds. But in the film, we are to believe they are eating turds. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Anyways, getting back to this. uh, So we're introduced to all the... Basically, the four main characters of this film, which is Kazuma, the big dumb idiot that's like the Forrest Gump of of Japan, but for dinosaurs. Um, Azusa, or Azusa, who's the one doctor who becomes just a mom later on Mm -hmm. for baby Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And then Professor Ohame, who's the one who made the Godzilla and the Garuda, or the Mechagodzilla and the Garuda. And he's, like, always whacking around with inventions. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mickey, who's back from all the other films, who's the psychic link to Godzilla's butt. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. That's super cool. Is that how they figured out about figured his butt brain out? No, they just, I guess... So that's a funny thing, too. It's cutting a little bit ahead, but they're trying... They're doing research on Godzilla and how to take him down. They find out that there's a secondary brain in his hips, which is literally in his butt. And they're like, this is how we'll get rid of Godzilla. They, I, they scan Baby. Yes, they oh, scan they Baby. assume that based on Baby's biology. Well, I felt Gooby, like... excuse me, Gooby's Gooby. biology. <laughs> I felt like they kind of went to through stakes to make... Uh, Gooby not seem evil because they're like, oh, it's like the same species, but this one's peaceful and it eats. Yeah, it's eats called, they called it a Godzillasaurus. That's a herbivore. Yeah, that's that's a terrible name for. Oh, it, he was definitely herbivore because he looked like he was eating that big old green, getting yeah. high as fuck the whole film. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, but to I guess that we should get to the the whole birth of Gooby so we can talk about it more. <laughs> is that before all this, when they finally establish the whole training montage they go for all of the what they call the G Force, is they, they go through all these stupid classes where one of them is just a, a, a scene of a, one of them spinning in a chair, which I think was a well, popular a, trope in films. In the I think it was supposed days. to be, yeah, like a Rocket Man sort of yeah. thing. Like he's supposed to be a lovable dumb guy, but like he's definitely dumb but not lovable. There yeah. were no references to Elton John in this movie. Oh. Yeah, there should have been. And he get, been. he gets drafted into the G-Force somehow? Because I guess his expertise in just one dinosaur. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then his commanding officer is like giving the dressing down, like, into pterodons. Yeah. You must have been sent here by yeah. mistake, you dinosaur-loving this, idiot. So, mm. This guy who, like, is his commanding officer who, like, trains him and promotes him and then de-promotes de- him later in the film... Demotes. Just, it seems like he just... demotes. That's the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
unpromote. Yeah, <laughs> unpromotes him. He seems like he hates his guts, but also it seems like he's the one who put him there. I'm really confused by his character for the whole film. Mm. I think he's just supposed to be. He's just supposed to be angry. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's like he's 30, like my dad. He's like 35. He hasn't. He didn't want this. In he's life. the he he's the like dissatisfied bureaucrat, right? Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. sitting there, just anything that comes across his desk yeah. could is just the worst thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But after all this fun interaction, he goes through the training with all his other fellow G-Force friends, and they go By the way, the training is just bullshit. They do. Well, I think it's team-building exercise. It's team-building. It's it's a lot of hand-to-hand combat. There is a lot of that, which is dumb. Well, it's hand-to-hand combat, and it's it's that one guy just getting the shit kicked out of him, and then the girl, like, backflips back into her place. Oh, yeah. And then, like, they don't even help him. It's not team-building if they just, like, leave him on the sides, like, ugh, fuck this guy. It's also, it looks like, designed, like, he's the only one with no martial arts background everybody else has black belts but he's uh, just got a white it, one it is detail, team building maybe. because they all want to beat the shit out of him <laughs> yeah. maybe that's, that's why what, they brought him yeah that's what brings him together oh, yeah like we're all better than this guy and we feel so good it's about it do. do you yeah. think there's like an alternate cut of this film where it's just focusing on like the competent people yeah it was this film but they cut all the scenes out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they were like, we should go with this fucking Kazuma guy. Everybody loves him, right? And they didn't test audience. <laughs> Everybody loves Japanese so, Forrest Gump without charm. So they're on another, like... So training montage goes directly into the mission, doesn't right. it? Right. They basically say, we found this Rodan... Ro- How do they pronounce it? Radon. Radon. They say it really weird. It's Rodan. We're just going to say Rodan. Well, no, that's after there's a separate like yeah. group of people that go to that island. Yeah, but they're all they're all kind of part of the same group though a little bit. See this? Okay, this this is the confusing gets part. Gets to the confusion, right? Yeah. I I thought it was the same group of people training. Yeah, but they're like a part of a, that whole U N G C C group, but they're not quite part of G Force. But mm. basically, they go there. Godzilla shows up to fight Rodan, and they have. I can't even say it right now because of the stupid film. Rodan. Dog. Yeah. Our yeah. dog. Our dog. Well, 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 Air dog. <laughs> well, first they find those eggs, and one of them yeah. is broken open. Was that supposed to be Rodan that came out of that well, egg? Well, and a fossil. They find a full Tyrannodon. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fossil possible too. that could have been uh, Redon. Air dog. Yeah, it could have been Air dog. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they were implying that Air dog ate that egg. And then he was trying to eat that other egg because well, everybody loves eggs. Well, yeah, but, well, they, they, they had, there's the unhatched egg, which you later find out is uh, Gooby. Gooby. Yeah. Gooby. <laughs> and they say that since they were raised in the same nest, that they're stepbrothers. Yeah, Air Dog and Gooby. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'd watch that sequel to Stepbrothers. Yeah. <laughs> Air Dog and Gooby <laughs> making out in a bunk bed. They oh. also need to immediately. Show that the egg is sentient somehow because the egg starts glowing red. Right, they get it Whenever back to glows the lab. Red, that means it's fr- afraid. Yeah, when they get back to the lab, they go over this whole thing about one of the older professors talk about how it's like a mood ring. Basically, mm-hmm. that's when we find out has a link to Azusa, um, and basically that it's its mommy, and now she's a mommy, so she doesn't do anything. Well, is... and old boy, our our main doof, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of breaks into the lab to snap photos of. Oh the yeah, egg. There, there's no security around this Zero egg, which security. is national news because people <laughs> yeah. are like, "Hey, they found this fucking intact forty million year old egg." Yeah, he's such that a dick about it. Yeah. She tells him, "You can't be in here." And he's like, "Oh no, it's okay." And then he steals from the lab. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what, and then what tries if... to hit on her on the way yeah. out. What if it was destiny that I was here and came with a camera? And I'm also very forceful about this. Because like, if it wasn't meant he, to happen, it wouldn't male? have happened. <laughs> Sorry, got him, guys. Yeah, <laughs> burned him. Take that, oh. society. 
take that. I wonder who's recording this podcast altogether. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. So he's a piece of shit, but of course he's also the love interest in the film, mm-hmm. which it all comes together. Like he's is, also this stupid scientist inventor thing. Is, is he really? Well, I, I mean, guess this is this is as much of a love interest as any other Godzilla movie. Yeah. Because th- listen, if you take a woman flying on a mecha pterodactyl. You're fucking banging. Even if it you're crashes, it out. Even, even if it crashes, even if it crashes you're banging it out. Well, I just I'm, I'm thinking back on every other Godzilla film. There's maybe like one or two of them where couples actually end up together, and every other one of them, it's like, well, they didn't definitively end up together, but like, eh, they're yeah, there. It, you fill in the details. For yeah, bas- yeah, it's basically that old '90s trip of like there has to be a slight love interest that never goes anywhere for mm-hmm. some weird yeah. reason. Yeah. It didn't work out for Japan. They have a growing population now, so... Look around this world, pretty baby. <laughs> they would play that song. Air Dog and Gooby are coming here now. <laughs> oh, I want to watch the show. It's way better than the movie we watched. Well, it might be. We won't get to the ra- the ratings quite yet, but it, I did enjoy it overall. But it's... Yeah. So the thing is, you're going to notice, we, it feels like we're talking about four different movies because there's so many different acts to this. They basically... Get back to the uh, Azusa, you know, nurturing the egg. It hatches, and that's when Gooby comes out. Uh, super cute. Let's get that out of the way. It is definitely cute. Yeah, little, it's got big eyes. They definitely way better looking than Minya was yeah. from mm-hmm. Son of Godzilla. Definitely a way better competent Pretty design. slimy hatching. Very oh, yeah. slimy. I did slimy like that hatching, detail. Yeah. It, the, the whole hatching process it yeah. sounded like wet porcelain. You know, the more weird details they put into scenes like that, I always think when kids see that at a certain age, that's when they develop a very weird fetish. Of like, mm. oh no, slimy egg hatching is my fetish because of this fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. It I is only what... had, We only had two movies as a kid. It was this and Alien. Yeah. I love this. I love slimy egg slimy hatching. Egg. There's right. more xenomorph porn online than I ever thought there would be. Oh, Brandon, your imagination is I, w- I was yeah. <laughs> I was hanging out at a friend's apartment the other day, and the, what do they call it? Is it squelching or squanching? They call it where they made where they have like those dildos that like shoot alien eggs. Oh yeah, you. squelching. Oh, yeah. yeah, squelching. It's a big business. I've never yeah. heard of this before. Yeah, it's it's gross, but yeah, they have like uh, they have. First off, they have dildos that can shoot warm lotion inside of someone. Okay, well that makes sense. That makes sense. That are also shaped like dragon dicks. That <laughs> makes sense. Too. <laughs> Listen, we've all wanted to be yeah. fucked by a dragon before. That's <laughs> yeah. not weird. That's not weird. And then other weird. ones shaped like alien dicks. That okay. will shoot these little orange translucent eggs. Oh, are they like a uh, bubble tea? Like tapioca? <laughs> it's like <laughs> kind of bigger. It's like, like bubble like tea si- for like, your orifices. Yeah, like like the, like the size of a chicken egg, maybe a little bit bigger. Oh, yeah. It's I remember this because there's a huge Vice article about it like two years ago that got lots of traction, and then I was like, you know what? God bless this crazy blue ball we're on. <laughs> Man, of all the things people could do. Yeah. That is certainly one of them. That is yeah. for sure a check mark with a thing next wow. to it. Well, anyways, Gooby, Gooby's squelching out of the egg. Yes. Oh. Had that come up? Uh, I, I don't even remember. I was talking about something stupid, for sure. That's this whole podcast. And you know what? Before we get back on track, I think we should go down to Mothra Pulse Drag Race. There was some good fashion in this film. Hell yeah. Oh. So we do, we like to discuss the fashion of the films in this segment with a great jingle. Okay. Um, 
I feel like starting it off, Martin pointed out she had like this pink power blazer, Mickey or it was cool. Like, it had a yeah. square cut neck, yeah. uh, it had nice it round buttons, just, just shoulder pads. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, really intense shoulder it, pads. It looked really great, but then like the rest of the movie, everyone's just wearing boring suits or this military garb. Or I, I like the uh, that was somebody's phone. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how fine. dare you! Such an amateur on yeah. this professional <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Well, we're talking about obfuscation. I just had a really good idea, actually. It was my phone. <laughs> oh, man. Another Godzilla smash room. <laughs> yeah. I liked the, uh, their, their paramilitary uniforms, but mainly just because they took advantage of the putting your beret underneath the uh, shoulder cleft oh, that's thing. what that was? I thought it was a sausage. Yeah, oh, it looks like, oh, I thought he misplaced his towel. <laughs> no, it's, it's like a, it is a thing they can do, but it's always kind of like, just hold it for a minute. Maybe just hold your hat for a minute. Maybe or put it on your head. But here's the thing: yeah. maybe we're the idiots because that's a good thing to do if you don't want to hold it into your hat, but you don't want to wear it. Then yeah. you know what? Do you remember like two or three movies ago where they just had the big row of like 500 hats? Oh, yeah. how could I forget? See, maybe all of the all the rest of Japan doesn't have hooks for hats because they needed them all for that one scene. See, this year they have too many hooks for hands. It's a very popular <laughs> thing to chop your hand oh. off in Japan and put a hook on it so you can hold your hat. Oh, and yeah, the too many people owe money to the Yakuza. Yeah. And also wanting to have a hook to put their hat yeah. on. Yeah. So it's like, hey, listen, I owe money to the Yakuza, and I also want to put my hat on something. Well, it's like Win-win. A, it's a conversation piece for a minute, and then once all the neighbors have the hooks, then yeah. what do you talk about? I guess the hook problems. Yeah. <laughs> you think it'd be worse to have your whole hand cut off, or just all the fingers on the hand? Oh, definitely. definitely whole hand. Whole hand. Whole hand, yeah. Because uh. you could still, like, grip a little bit, right? You could still, yeah, no, you still get your palm there. Some you surface, still, you could still slap somebody. You could still slap somebody. You could still slap someone. You could still kind of jerk off. Yeah, you can kind of rub it against your that? Yeah. We were all no, thinking no, about no. that right away, yeah. right? I feel yeah. like... like no, I, 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 I don't know. You're good to go. This... It would not work well, but it would work. I think it would be more of a tease because, like, even any kind of grip, you're that's mostly coming from your. You kind of just now. mash around. You know? Yeah, maybe yeah. it's a good way to <laughs> just, like, do it. Like, like just against your belly. Or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a good way to excite your lovers. But you could do that with a nub too. Yeah. The same thing. That's true. That's yeah, true. I've never tried nubbing around. <laughs> <laughs> nubbing around, another good podcast. Oh shit, right that's there, another yeah. fucking good T-shirt. Nubbing around. <laughs> Got to play the jingle again. <laughs> T-shirt. Podzuki, the only podcast about masturbation techniques. No, actually that's not true. The only podcast. (laughs) Maybe it's like the subtitle of the uh, Air Dog and Gooby movie is Nubbin' Around. Air Dog and Gooby Nubbin' Nubbin Around. around. Put a banana on the microwave. That's a t-shirt. There we go. Oh man, I, I wish I had nobody gone off. That would have yeah. been perfect. Well, anyways, back to the stupid movie. Um, they, uh, the, well, where do we leave off? Okay, so basically, uh, Gooby's alive. Uh, Azusa's like, I'm gonna be its mom now and feed it plants. Yeah, and Godzilla is coming to Kyoto to, to get, get its get... baby back. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. does like we baby were kind of saying this during the movie. <laughs> Why did they take it in the first place? Because uh, capitalism. Because science. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. science. They're, they're like, let's intervene. It really reminded me of that, that other movie where like they stole uh, Mothra's egg. Yeah. But at least that was open in a theme park yes. around it. That's yeah, that made sense. Straight up capitalism. That made, yeah. that made 70 cents. This one, yeah. too, is like we're supposed to be on the human side. So when Godzilla comes to Kyoto, 
they have Mechagodzilla ready, and it it feels like the humans are really the bad guys because Mechagodzilla tears the shit out of Godzilla brutally, mm-hmm. and Godzilla just wants to get his baby back. Yeah, but yeah. There, there are no human villains, I think, is the problem, because usually the or other maybe movies... maybe all of the humans are the villains. Yeah, they would have, like, some humans be the bad guys. You're right, because in past films, they'd either have, like, gangsters around somewhere, or, like, someone who's corrupt, and it's like, I just want to yeah. do this, or... I don't think they decided. I, I think they couldn't make a choice on whether or not Godzilla was bad or good. And they're just like, ah, no, we'll just it's, cut it together. It's, it's like I said earlier, like Godzilla's like a force of nature. Like you can't yeah. say a hurricane is a villain. Yeah, I could. Yeah, but you know who I could say is a true hero and saint? Hurricane Rayo. Hell yeah! That's true. Oh, so this is something we could get into. Another tangent that's real fun. Uh, I usually try to look up and read about the facts in the film and forget to talk about all of it during our podcast. <laughs> um, but the guy who was inside of the baby Zilla, uh, or I should say, Gooby suit, was named uh, Hurricane Ryu. So I'm like, that's a really cool name, and I looked it up. This guy has been, like, in so many films, including one where he's a crab soccer goalie and other fun things like playing King Gator and a few other films, but he's also a manga artist and a kung fu expert, and I want to be this man so bad. He's just got the coolest fucking name, too. Yeah. I don't know. Who's that dude who wrote Zen and the Art of Filmmaking? Because he has, like, those credentials, too, but he's, like, a piece of shit. Hitler. (laughs) John Hitler, though? John Hitler. <laughs> hey, it's me, John Hitler. Welcome to my TED Talk. No relation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a new comedy idea, guys. No relation to Papa John's. Yeah, at all. That guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, back to this very divergent film. Uh, Mecha Godzilla beats the shit out of Godzilla, and then he kind of scuttles off, but destroys a little bit of Kyoto, or Kyoto on his way out. And once again, it's this weird, like, in-betweens between everything going on in this film where it's like focusing on the human characters and all their side stories but none of those side stories like go anywhere it's the weirdest thing they there don't. don't seem to be any stakes yeah in no. the slightest like godzilla's destroying some stuff but well i mean that's that's the only stake the only stake is like hey we need to protect our buildings because yeah. they never show collateral damage getting, they never show yeah. a person getting killed as far as we know there were godzilla's death count in this movie is zero yeah plus yeah it kind of like it, it reminded me a lot of like Evangelion, almost. Cause yeah, I feel it's like got they, a lot of anime influence in this one. Yeah, they could probably had like retrofitted some of the cities yeah. to be a little Godzilla proof. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a bit of a slight mm-hmm. uh, diversion back into Mothra Paul's Drag Race. Mecha Godzilla's design was pretty cool, but it was weird because it's like this metallic Godzilla based off the old one, but they made him like kind of slightly muscular, so he looked like just this kind of weird, like almost vector yeah. man like design, a yeah. little bloated. It yeah, was, like, a little bloated, bloated looking. Yeah, and well. I kind of disagree about the design. Like, I think the the overall shape was cool, but the plastic sheen on it. Oh yeah, like they it's, it's undeniable. A, a metallic paint, like yeah. well, no, no, he's covered in synthetic oh, diamonds, synthetic which is diamonds. plastic. Yes, yeah. just, they never said what it was. It could be. Yeah. It, it just seems it just ain't diamonds. So <laughs> so dumb to like have this super powerful robot. And the mold you put it in is like a slow moving lizard monster like Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it can't, that thing can't. Does it even have, it has the tail too, right? Yeah. yeah. So they can't turn on a dime. Mm-hmm. And the tail doesn't seem to function. Maybe it's a counterbalance. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah. You know, but there's no like weaponizing of the tail. Yeah. No. Oh, that would be cool. I was upset, and also that it didn't do the head thing where it can like create that shield. Oh yeah. Spinning its yeah. head around. The stupidest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, and then the Godzilla didn't rip the head off at any point. Yeah. I mean, it did. It, well, it the, took one of its eyes. And the first, because they encounter the Mecha Godzilla twice. Got Godzilla has a battle. And the yeah. first one just 
pushes him over. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. After, so after yeah, that, after so Mechagodzilla there. like loads up Godzilla with energy, Godzilla somehow reverses that, and reverses the flow, and probably then, with the butt brain. Thing. Butt yeah, brain, the butt brain. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Mechagodzilla just gets overloaded, and then just pushes it over, and then they're like, "Oh, it's gonna take us weeks to fix this." Yeah. It's like if your robot breaks after getting pushed over, it's a bad robot. Yeah, yeah maybe that's science. that's why this film's kind of got some down parts. Is like yeah. when they said it's going to take weeks to fix this. It's like, well, this will be a time to show all of our human characters instead of just like cut to next robot fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, uh, no, no sense of time in this movie. Like, yeah, how long was do... it from one moment to the next? <laughs> yeah. This is making me. I don't know how much time passed for this movie. This is making me laugh because we have to talk about the one super bizarre scene of where the. The school children want to come and visit baby. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, the, the mom's excited because, like, oh, they wrote a song for it. So we think it's going to be, like, this cute song the kids are going to sing for it. And it's, like, this gothic choir song it, they yes. all do Super behind the it, it sa- Yeah, like. it sounds like the beginning to the Halo song. Oh. The, oh. It literally, creepy that's literally, wailing. That lyric, okay, that jokingly is very similar to what it, it was. was. Really it, like a Gregorian chant, like something like this yeah. that kids wouldn't want to sing. And the really? fact we're doing this by candlelight did make it kind of. That great. was cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, please listen to this podcast in the dark with candlelight. It's yeah. gonna make it better. Yeah, I and did, also get a onesie jumper that you can zip over your head. I knew the, when we first saw the telekinetic kids, there were these. Uh, Look kind of like twins, like they spoke together like twins. Were yeah. they? Did they play the Mothra twins in the last movie? I don't, no, I don't think I so. I don't think so. Uh-huh. If so, why are they normal sized? That looks like something a co host should look I don't know, because I, 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 yeah, I didn't have my phone to look stuff up because I, I have a feeling that this movie was made like either at the same time as the last one or like immediately after. It has to be because Mothra came out in 92 and this was 93. So. Yeah. So this came out in '93, but did not look like it looked like it was filmed in the '90s. Yeah, it yeah. really looked like it was mid '80s filming. Yeah, welcome yeah. to welcome to the beauty yeah, of right. Japanese cinema. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, tons of recycling. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a green country. It is true, true. Godzilla. True. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, so that's really like all the minor things. There's a few other. Rodan comes back. Rodan comes back, and then they get out uh, Mechagodzilla to kick its ass properly, yet again. Yeah. Um, Because, once again, the humans are kind of the bad guys, because Rodan's even come to see its baby brother, I guess, apparently. Yeah, that's what they say. And then, straight up mercs Rodan, mean, like, just straight up karate chops it, breaks its shit up, and then it's, like, foaming at the mouth from how bad it's beating it up, which is... Second time we see foaming at the mouth. Yeah. The first time Godzilla goes down, there's some foaming when it's being tased. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, those kaiju's got to stop drinking so much soda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, but after they take Rodan out, then Godzilla shows up. Yeah, and fights with Mech Godzilla, but they've got the secret of knowing that Godzilla has a brain but, in his butt. Brain. <laughs> cool I can't secret. believe this every time we have to say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a cool secret. Yeah, I mean that is safe keeping for a brain. I'm yeah. gonna be honest with you. If this is how like the new Godzilla movie ends. Like, because yeah. they just punch Godzilla in his brain butt? Yeah. Do you think every time Godzilla eats really spicy food, he has a stroke? <laughs> well, they, they were saying that, like, it's a second brain, right? Not, yeah, like, yeah. the only brain. Yeah. So, like... It's well, you a... know where his third brain is. <laughs> yeah. It's in his heart. Yeah. Which is his dick. <laughs> yeah. Hanging brain. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. I, um... But, like, yeah, they couldn't have, like... I guess they could have assumed the main brain was in the head. They couldn't have just taken that one out. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you shot Godzilla in the head and it went through, it'd still kill him. <laughs> yeah. Though, how gruesome would it be if the butt brain keeps his bottom half going and it's just like oh. running around? Oh, this is oh. horrifying to think yeah, about. I don't now. like that. And it, it looks like, it doesn't look like a brain, because like... You said pulsating brain because it was definitely pulsating, but like mm-hmm. the brains pulsate. No. Oh, they no, they should. Yeah. yeah, I don't they think just, they should. Yeah, they, yeah. Do, they just sit there and like electrical impulses go around between the veins. Yeah, there's the only one way to find out. One of us has to Hannibal one of the other <laughs> yeah. co-hosts and take a look. Oh. Yeah, uh, what a stupid Ray Liotta. Yeah. Now I see why you have the candles lit and why I was invited. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Real oh. spooky. Oh man, yeah, this is a good old murder basement. You know, this is one thing I think yeah. about, too. This is a very quick side uh, diversion of people always talking about, like, how Chicago or New Orleans is, like, one of the most haunted cities because there's so many deaths. I'm like, I'm pretty sure everywhere for the history of mankind where people have been, there's tons of dead people wherever that was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think it's how you were, how you died, though, right? Yeah. If you just die, like, whatever, you know. That would be funny if there's just a normal-ass ghost, like, yeah, I died in my sleep. Pretty great life. Yeah. What are you up to today? I really like my apartment, though. So. <laughs> yeah, are, are there any, like, modern hauntings where, like, somebody died in, like, 1990, and now they're haunting that yeah. skating rink? <laughs> they keep saying, don't have a comment, and you're like, quit it, <laughs> that's not the vernacular. <laughs> yeah. It'll it's, come back, though. Yeah. yeah. I always thought, uh, on the opposite end, I want there to be caveman ghosts. That'd be fucking oh, radical, that would dude. Be super cool. Yeah. That would be just like you wake up and just literally screaming ooga booga and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> oh, you just shit. light a fire, they'll be amazed, you know, I think. Oh. And then Rodan comes back to life again after they blow up Godzilla's butt brain mm-hmm. to lay on top of Godzilla and turn into gold dust, which then it revives snows. Godzilla. Gold yeah. dust Godzilla. What well, like it's snow, but it is definitely like gold Okay. No, because like, okay, it was hard for me to I tell. Think, Charlie, you were talking about like getting a getting a snow globe with that in it. That t- would be I'd cool. Be so That'd be that. pretty cool. Because ba- they basically cuddled Godzilla back to life. Hell yeah! The only that's the only medicine that really works. Yeah. That thing is pretty good. Sorry, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it is, it, we're getting to the boring parts of the film because this old this monster fight that we're talking about. It probably does clock in at least a good 20 minutes, I want to say. Because mm-hmm. they keep cutting to, like, how are we going to deal with this? The Garuda, the flying ship from earlier. Of course it turns into a laser chap back that goes on the back of Mechagodzilla. And, of course, they use it to merc Godzilla. Um, well, kind of. This is Once again, this is a very low-stakes film, the more I think about it. Because, basically, they just do enough to beat up Godzilla, but then also have Mechagodzilla get defeated... Uh, we thought they were going to die. They all survive. Yeah. And then basically they're like, well, I guess we should let Godzilla take its baby back. Like, it's simple as that. And that's basically the end of the film. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's very mm, stupid because what stupid. we just described goes over a whole 20 minutes of them having this debate of like, okay, just fucking do it. Yeah, she's afraid of like, oh, you can't put uh, the baby's life in danger like that. But then it ends up being like, oh, I guess it can't live with humans because it's not human. It needs to go to Monster Island, if that's even a thing anymore. Yeah, I think they did mention it, I want to say. I, I don't know. Somebody else watched this film for us. We're already done. <laughs> we just want to get to the more fun segments, but I think we should get to ratings then, guys. Mm. So, Charlie, our rating system makes a lot of sense. Okay. If you want to go from basically saying this is a bad film or a good film, we do it uh, crabs out of turtles. Crabs out of turtles. Yeah, okay. So, like, if you want to say, like, this is an all right film. You'd say it's like six crabs out of ten turtles. Okay. It's it's ten out of ten. Oh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I'm putting my hand over my my mouth so you can't hear it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but basically, I would give this like 
seven crabs and like two crab legs that fell off out of ten turtles. Oh. It's like, it was entertaining and good. I might be going a little high, but I really, the beginning part was so promising. The cute little baby I liked a lot. Um, Mechagodzilla's always cool. Everything else sucked. So, <laughs> you know what? I should go back down a little bit. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to a six point. I'm going to go to a six crabs with two crab legs on the ground out of ten turtles. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do similar. I'm going to do uh, six out of six, six crabs out of sex ten turtles. Out, six crabs. Sex oh, yeah, crabs. Sex crabs. Um, I, yeah, no, I, I think the, the high points of this film outweigh the low points. And even then, the low points are boring and they're dumb, but they're not like insulting like some of the other ones were in old in other movies yeah it feels like if we had gotten really stoned or drunk this would be a fun <laughs> watch with friends oh, and we were having fun making fun of this kind of in the more slower parts so. oh yeah but like the good the, to like make a sandwich too yeah, yeah. yeah like this, leave yeah. the room don't pause it <laughs> yeah this is yeah. a dope don't movie to have it. on in the background yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's not to toot my own horn but there was the part where he's on a flying mechanical pterodactyl with the girl interest and baby Godzilla is jumping for joy below. I'm like, I think this is how every kid imagines how their parents meet. <laughs> and, and it, seriously, it was just a bike frame yeah. with like wings and a pterodon head attached but, to it. Yeah. Just after you said that, uh, our, our main doof yeah. says something along the lines like, "Well, I feel sorry for your future husband." Ha ha. He's gonna mm-hmm. have your gonna have your hands full with that one. He's yeah. And they pointed their two boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like this inappropriate film. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a two and a half out of uh, five bags of popcorn. Oh, nice! It's what yeah, kind of exactly. Uh, just buttered popcorn. Okay, you could have done carrots, but yeah, exactly what you're saying. It'd be fine if it were like on the background while you're doing other crap. Yeah, like really playing Final Fantasy Seven on your Switch, which is pretty much what like all the Godzilla movies are to me. I yeah. think like only a few of them are like really good movies. Yeah, we've had. I think some of the, they have to go to two extremes where it's a competently good made movie like Shin Godzilla, which we will talk about one day, or it has to be super campy and bad, where like uh, Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Or like Daigoro versus Goliath, where it just becomes so shitty, it's just wacky and fun. Yeah, this movie felt very directionless. They didn't have a reason for making it, other than, I guess, the last one sold yeah. some tickets. I think they had the footage lying around. <laughs> Probably yeah. that too. Yeah. I feel like it's something like a franchise fatigue of like, we just have to make another film to keep this relevant. Mm. So yeah. let's keep and to keep the contract for the studio or something. Yeah, right? which is I... actually a true thing, so yeah. Yeah, it all makes sense. So Yeah. I feel good about all those ratings. Yeah, well, well I, 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 I'll rate it here. I think, uh, is it out of skim milks and chocolate milks? Sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it two skim milks out of four chocolate milks. Ooh, that's a good rating. Um, well, it's a so-so rating. I'm not a skim guy, so. Oh. <laughs> um, the visual effects were really good. Uh, the miniatures, I love. I'm a sucker for the miniatures. Hell yeah. Um, I thought the extras were great to just dip back into the fashion segment a little bit. They had a little more variety. Um, Plot-wise, though, I couldn't feel for any of the human characters no. at all. No, yeah, not a single iota. And I, I would have been happy to just have the monster battle be the bulk of the film, have the people react every 15, 20 minutes. But, yeah, that's yeah. good. Solid special effects, though. Good stuff. Yeah. So I feel like overall it's uh, pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like... it's fine. It's it's not. It didn't piss me off really. 
Like that that's like I think the worst yeah. the movie can think, do is just make me angry. Like enough quirky details for it to still be enjoyable. The butt brain thing is weird enough. Yeah, yeah it's pretty Gooby's fine. Gooby's cute in this kind of off putting way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gooby so was fine. Yeah. Yeah. And just I love Gooby. I, it's so weird they have other characters like we only talk about briefly, like Miki, who's like this psychic that was a huge plot point in other ones, and like yeah. we should keep her around, but like just kinda of slightly she's there. The Psychic Institute has so much so much to work with there, and Could it's do really so just a, a, yeah. a pan through of the room of a bunch of kids sitting in, like... Yeah, they do know, nothing with it. Pyramid. Yeah. Other than, like, it, it just exists in the last two movies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, as you might have heard me putting these batteries down during your review segment, we're getting into <laughs> our favorite segment, <laughs> which is Stupid Games. Quit playing. Stupid Games. And our first one is looking at nine volt battery. Oh, solid. Have you done this before? I've done it a bunch. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, we've had so many fucking just sad children who didn't have any fun during their childhood. Have never looked at <laughs> well, Never scraped no, a knee or broke a bone. The, have you ever done the nine volt standoff? Nine volt standoff? What's that? Is that how long you can hold it? It's like, yeah, that's a. Ooh, oh, a this mono is. Mono mono. Well, I think Luke's already winning. Juice fest. Well, this one. Oh, he's I, I, I would, I would uh, definitely win because this one's a little low Ooh, on juice. I probably got a juicy one, didn't sure. I? Oh, I got a real juicy one. Does anybody want to do. Oh, this uh, guy's. This, there's nothing going on. Does here. anybody want to do a nine volt standoff then? I'll do it. I'm not going to do it with the one you just gave me. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I, I'm. You know what? I'm not a. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Let's, let's get go. juiced up. Okay, you ready? All right, no let's calorie. all go here. All okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Three, two, two fun. I'm gonna move that around. All right. Oh, not for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah, Luke wins. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, man. Yeah, that hurt. After a while, it makes your taste buds weird. I think. <laughs> I, it's I, I think it will. Them. Yeah, I think it will burn off your taste buds, like eating a. Entire like twenty four pack of big red gum. It may also burst into flames because you're creating a little feedback. Uh, Oh, makes me feel like I actually think KFC is better than good science experiment for little kids. You can take a, I think a, like a steel wool pad, Mm -hmm. put a a D cell battery on, and it'll make it burst into flames. True for kids. Don't have supervision. Just do it alone. (laughs) Around a pile of old rags. Don't let your parents. Yeah, don't let your parents see because they're not gonna let you have fun. Yeah, and run with scissors. And also look under your dad's bed. <laughs> There's some and fun your stepdad's bed. <laughs> There's some real fun waiting for you Hey, their, their dad should have better place to hide their smut than under their bed. It's kind of sad that we live in a like generation... Computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a generation that won't have, like, hidden smut in houses anymore. It's not going to be oh, digital. No, that's I still, not any, true. Anytime I visit, like, my uncle's house, like, I still hide something underneath the floorboards just for fun. Hey, man, that's good on you. I respect I keep, that. I have, a like, a vintage Playboy in the bathroom. Yeah, that's nice. See, I'm an adult. I keep hentai in my bathroom. <laughs> oh. I still have it in my, parent, in my bathroom in my parents' house, like, uh, it's a... Like a Tupperware thing, like you keep like old art supplies and shit in, but yeah. it has like some old Playboys and I, a green folder with a bunch of like printed out hentai images. <laughs> so here's the fun thing. Very nice. I, we've talked about hentai consumption a lot of this. I unabashedly enjoy it. it. Just I could go into whole stories about it. But anyways, growing up, my grandpa had those like old bathroom joke manuals in like oh, his yes. bathroom. Oh, yeah. Manuals. Yeah, manuals. Yeah, man. <laughs> Or it's like a bunch of just like old racist jokes that are not good yeah. for anybody. And dear God, we come from such a brutal past. Mm. Anyways, it was also had those combination of like those Playboy cartoons of like they would just draw like kind of slight jokes, but like it was an coffee excuse- tea or me, yeah, and exactly. But it's just an excuse for them to draw like stylized like busty women basically oh, yeah. naked. 
And I just realized, like, I'm the perfect specimen race to enjoy hentai, just for all my <laughs> all my background and upbringing, guys. I, I was taking a shower earlier, and I had the thought of, like, uh, my if my younger self met my, met my older self, he'd probably be disappointed by the fact that I don't own any hentai DVDs. Yeah. Mm. I remember as a kid, like, walking past where they would have, like, the little cards in front of the hentai DVDs, like, oh, only 18 and over only. Yeah. It's like, one day I'm gonna have my own hentai DVD. Yeah, there was that thought, as a kid in general, of just any adult pornography or paraphernalia of, like, having the courage to be like, I'm gonna buy that and own it. No, you gotta just tell your younger self, like, all porn is free now. It's way cooler. Yeah. Tim, Tim from Tim and Eric looks over, it's like, it's free porn. (laughs) <laughs> we used like, to hang out behind a lumber yard that had like a little bum stash of pornos oh, yeah. so this is some classic chicago upbringing here yeah. where you just hang out in a filth ridden yeah <laughs> you know it's uh ditch. it's tied into my memory but i feel like every kid had that one friend that knew like a secret stash or had it and i had a friend growing up and it was seventh grade specifically and it was the same night I got to see and play Final Fantasy VII, and then he also was like, hey, I have Playboys. What a good night, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Holy I, shit, dude. I we drank Mountain Dew. We drank Mountain Dew and then watched the Twilight Zone movie that night, too. Oh, man, that was fucking dope. I, I, I had one of those old uh, poster catalogs made out of, like, newsprint, mm-hmm. and, like, it had, like, like a one by a half an inch photos of posters you could order out of it yeah. and some of those were of like hot busty women like on car hoods oh like 80s style like yeah. high bikinis <laughs> like yeah but having to hold it like real close to my face while I did my business was yeah, like, some nearsighted masturbation <laughs> yeah yeah kids aren't gonna know that pain yeah, they will. They when the will. Grid shuts down. Yeah, yeah. because of the environment to, we trash. You're gonna have to uh, jerk off to molded rocks. Yeah, oh, <laughs> a really curvy piece of driftwood. Yeah, yeah. was a bunch of Venus idols here. Come on. <laughs> uh, anyways, for other stupid games, we have another honored tradition, and then that we love to do of calling Aaron Klopfer with all of our Klopfer questions. <laughs> calling Aaron to ask some questions. Should we call Klopfer questions? Yeah, I like that. Klopfer questions. What's the, is pretty what's good. the etymology of Klopfer? Uh, a he's, he's dumb, stupid. <laughs> I'll let you say because well, I'm not Jewish. I mean, well, so all right, well, yeah, he's a dumb, stupid Jew. There we go. That's what I wanted to say, but okay. it feels very, especially me being German on both sides. I definitely don't want to. Yeah, say that. you probably can't go there. Yeah, John Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you my name? What's up? What's Hello. 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 Hey, hey, Aaron. How's it going? Hey. We have, yeah, yeah, we have, uh, we have Charlie on tonight from Mr. And Mrs. Wednesday Night or from the Hideout. If you've ever been, do you, do you know Charlie? Charlie, do I know you? I don't think we know each other, but we probably would recognize each other's faces. I, f- I feel like it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'd recognize your face. I'm not even trying to be silly. I just I don't know. I, I, I'm sure I've seen it, Charlie. Sometimes I have a mustache. I don't right now. Also, I, I did sincerely envision a mustache. Yeah. So I, do, I must know you somehow. Yeah. So this is our sidekick from the Godzilla movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, Aaron, don't be silly. This is our Godzilla podcast. We're not here to joke around. Anyway, so we have some oh, questions. Sorry. Uh, we wanted to know if you were having to fight Godzilla, what would you train in? Like, what kind of art of war, or what would be your approach? Um, I, I would, I'd fucking spin his face, man. I'd be <laughs> like, you wouldn't even have to worry about like training. You just psych him out. 
I would just start saving my spit right now. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of spit, man. Like saving it in your mouth? Yeah. Or in yeah, like a jar. Yeah, whatever's left over, I'll jack off with. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, well, that's the next question, too, is what would you... I don't your... think he took that well, seriously. Yeah, what would... No, I don't think so either. <laughs> what would your diet be to keep this fighting style up? Um, what's good for cum? Pineapple's hack. <laughs> well, um, that's supposed to make them taste good, make your cum taste good. I don't know, it's supposed to like, um, give you more cum. Um, well, um, Zinc. No, yeah. Zinc helps production. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 oh, I forgot my welcome was spit, not cum. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm panicking. I'm spying. I was just going with it. Spit has just come from your mouth. It's fine. Yeah, yeah no, spit no, is I'll just come from your mouth. Cum. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that seems like a very clapper answer. Uh, can Godzilla melt steel beams? What? Oh, melt steel beams? Can Godzilla melt steel beams? I said that funny. It's hard to say together. Can Godzilla no, melt steel beams? Uh, is better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Cool. Okay. Good to know. And then, last question: How would you stop Godzilla from causing another nine eleven? I fucking. <laughs> oh boy. Um. <laughs> take the Jews out of power. Oh no. Wow. All right. Well, listen. This is a. This is a fucking. PC SJW podcast. We can't, we can't have this thought on here. We're getting you out of here. You're canceled. That's right. Aaron, this is the first time and the last time. You're canceled. We'll call you back next episode. We love you. Bye, Aaron. We love you. Get some rise. Bye. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We do a grade. Uh, nine out of eleven. See how much I need that? Like, it's like I, I need to. I need that. Otherwise, I won't. Well, actually, no. I will go. We do do a review for each answer. Uh, the first one. You're gonna get a C plus because you kind of tried it first, but then you trailed off. Uh, for the okay. second, what would your diet be? You didn't think it out, so I'll give that a B, even though the answer originally was. He, he should get a lower grade for that one because he confused spit with cum. But spit is just cum from your mouth, yeah. Yeah. which is also I... another T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that would actually be a really good T-shirt. Spit is just cum from your mouth after you sucked a dick. Yeah, also that. Yeah. Um, can Godzilla melt steel beams? We're not going to grade you on that because that's just hack question from us to begin with. Yeah. So we're going to give ourselves enough yeah. for that. And then also the last one of how would you stop Godzilla from another nine eleven? We're also going to give ourselves enough for hack. Um, so you balance out. You got a you got a satisfactory. You're going to summer camp. You did it. You're going to summer camp. Um, no, no summer school, huh? No, no. no. You're too stupid for summer school, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, a place to leave. You should have hung up on me right after you said that. Oh, damn it. Okay. We'll edit okay. that out. Yeah, yeah we'll edit, edit that out. Edit that out. I will. Click. Click. <laughs> right. We like school in summertime. What a dumb bitch. <laughs> what a dumb... See, when we say that, it's non-gendered. It's coming from a place of love. Exactly. So. No, that's that's bitch with an I. Fuck. Uh, or bench, right. if you will. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like the bench thing, though, either. I've never heard of it. Bench? Like B-I-N-C-H, like people do online. Spot like that. that like life's a beach well no it's like they're trying to be playful and they like want to say a bench or bitch but they're like joking around their friends like you're such a bench you know like that oh well they're not really good friends though. i think that's just they're somebody still... with an accent yeah i don't think they're purposely saying bench I think but it's it's online they type it out though oh, okay well that makes more well, sense that just sounds like a new new zealand way to say it e- 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 such a beach e- 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 
Uh, this feels once again it feels like we're almost slightly racist, but not quite. No, <laughs> so we get a pass. New Zealand. Yeah, no. that was a white New Zealander. I was doing. Just That's that, true. Just to be. Yeah, just to be clear. And well, as well, Pascal Saramauri says, you can't be racist against Italians, which is also a T-shirt of ours. <laughs> Hey, I want some gabagool on Godzilla. Godzilla ghoul. What's a authentico Italiana? Yeah. Ma! Galumba. So, I think we should end with one more game, which is our usual... What's the deal with these kaijus? 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 This feels like a sans with Jerry Seinfeld now with the candles. <laughs> uh, college students holding me back! <laughs> PC! Can't talk about having a gay friend is weird anymore. And I was never that offensive, I just write bad hacky jokes now. <laughs> What's up with all these kids being so damn personal computer? I yeah. owe my career uh, to other people. Yeah. Cars, coffee, now! <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So we like to debate what... Our kaijus and one aren't. It's a very long list of basically it's derailed from kaiju, not kaiju, anti kaiju, Jew. Oh, here, let me get the list out. I can okay. read it to you. I feel like this takes up most of our episode now. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's it's a it's a classic bit of ours. Kaijudaism. It's, it's very. Funny. Oh, kaijudaism. We do. We well, we have a list here that's just Jews, but under it we just have Schindler's list. So kaiju's things that we've decided are kaiju's are things like the concept of love, the Stay Puft mm. Marshmallow Man, Clifford the Big Red Dog, mm-hmm. the Thing, Jerry Seinfeld, Jolly Green Giant, um, Big Titty Goth, goth Girlfriends, uh, racism, come trains, capitalism, uh, come again. Uh, things that are not kaiju's are things like the Beatles or the Monkeys or Shrek or My Ex Wife or Borat or Borat's Fat Friend. Mm. Uh, under Schindler's list, we just have Jews, and under there we have Jesus and Jeff Goldblum, Zords, Aaron Klopfer, Bigfoot and Sasquatch. We have things that are maybe Jews, which we have uh, Goliath and Kingpin. We have I Don't Care, which we have Swamp Thing. We have Whatever, which is the stupid game section. We have the Anti-Kaijus, which is the Grand Canyon, the Puppet Masters with a Z, Ooh, yeah. and then Night, Night of the Leapest Rabbits. Uh, okay, that's we have cool. a list of pretty cool dudes, which is just a list of the characters from The Thing. We have a list of not cool dudes, which is just Gary, which I assume was Gary Oak. We didn't make it clear in this list, but I'm pretty sure it was just Gary Oak. And then we just have a line of dialogue here that says, Natural beauty is destructive. Mm. Future t-shirt. I was just thinking about those big titty goth girlfriends. That kind of got distracted. That would be a good t-shirt for a big titty goth girlfriend where natural beauty is destructive. Oh Oh, my goodness. Right? Oh man, we got so much marketing we have to do. It's We're gotta be, you gotta design it in a way though to where like you can only read that if like if it's super stretched out. Yeah. You gotta be big enough titty goth girl. Right, otherwise it like just is a mix of consonants all yeah. together. <laughs> on a... Man, I really hope that Godzilla Fest we're listening to, they don't listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> We found out recently that there's a Godzilla festival in Chicago, and we thought it was like maybe a small thing, and it's like a huge like five thousand attendance each year, and like oh huh, and we emailed them like hey you should let us do a podcast there. Everybody fears they're going to tickets is a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's right, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. We got you. <laughs> we'll play this audio if they actually do put us when we go up on stage. <laughs> no, it'd be really fun to do. We'd really appreciate it. Please put us up there. It'd be great. Uh, so what's the kaiju we're discussing today? Uh, I guess shelling out to get on certain things. <laughs> no, we were going to discuss um, 
Hubris. Hubris is oh, a kaiju. Yeah, you said that. I I'd, like that. I'd say that hubris is a kaiju. Hubris a is a kaiju is an unwritten Billy Corgan lyric. <laughs> hubris is a, a kaiju. kaiju. I don't know. I think I'm going to be the dissenting opinion again. Oh, like always? Yeah, like always. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mom. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's fun and all, hubris is, but I suppose if you have hubris, you lose... But kaiju's are like super strong, and I feel like uh, like hubris you always lose because like mm. you if you're like oh I'm gonna win this fight then you do win the fight you can't be accused of hubris because you were what you claimed to be. Counterpoint: Man's hubris is like a kaiju in that it keeps coming back after it's defeated. Yes. Oh shit! All right. And also, it's large enough to take down buildings. Yes. Oh. I mean, what and melt steel beams and melt steel beams and I mean, loose what, change. <laughs> what, what people consider like the the modern day natural disasters; those are all just hubris. The Titanic was hubris. Titanic. Trump's presidency was hubris. Trump's it was presidency. all hubris. Mm-hmm. Once again, nine eleven. Titanic two. Titanic two. Mm-hmm. Big titty girlfriends. <laughs> the ultimate hubris. I mean, yes. me talking about big titty goth girlfriends is kind of because I'm never gonna get there. Oh, you could just believe in yourself, man. The Geico Caveman TV show? I don't know. Does hubris. confidence give yeah. goth girls? I don't know. Ooh, lack of confidence. You, know? you, need, yeah. you need darker hair, Luke. Yeah. Longer, darker hair. Yeah. And a base. Yeah, I do have a base. Oh, you're already oh, halfway there. I, I've been playing in a band. How do you feel about the weeks? Oh, How do you feel about God. the Alkaline Trio? Oh, uh, they're okay. God damn it was kind of like my middle and early high school. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts? Uh, not great lately. I haven't played the third one because I don't have a PS4, but... Well, here's the thing. You don't need to because the third one doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. But let's look forward to the fourth one because now that Disney owns Fox, we're totally getting a King of the Hill world. That'd be cool. Damn it, Bobby. I think a... Uh, Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> I don't know what a heartless is, but if these guys don't like propane, they're no friends of mine. Is that just a weird parallel I've made because, like, in high school, middle school, goth kids loved Kingdom Hearts? Or is that is that a common thread? I don't even know what this is. It's uh, like Kingdom a, Hearts, it's like uh, Final Fantasy meets Disney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's some real nerd shit. But it's, like turn based fighter. No. no. It's not no. turn based. It's an action RPG. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. The, I'm okay with the, action RPGs. The first RPGs. one is okay, and I'd say the second one is okay. Yeah. But then there are like twenty spinoffs before you get to the third uh, one, and, and they're, they're all tr- canon. They they are all canon, and they make that the case in the story of the third one, which is why the third one is so bad. Yeah, it's Kukunatsu. Yeah, seems like too much investment. It's, it's gameplay so fine though. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they play well. It's yeah, it's it's not the best of the genre, but it's yeah. it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, a King of the Hills world would be cool. Yeah. I mean, you could probably get Mike Judge. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Uh, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we should get to. Uh... Oh wait, uh, should I put it under uh, Kaiju or not Kaiju? Um, we could put it under Kaiju because it's really loose hubris that's letting him keep it from putting it in there. <laughs> See, <Perfect>. ultimate loophole. <laughs> My hubris thinking that the I... The ultimate loophole. Yeah, actually, we have oh. yet to see which one yeah. that is. Oh, so. the ultimate loophole. <laughs> it's his butt. Yeah, well, one would hope. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was just saying, though, we should get to those good old plugs and recommendations because well, Barbara well, keeps texting me. Butts, she we was... should get to the plugs. <laughs> She keeps texting me she wants to go to bed. What about, what about where the fuck is Ron Canada? 
No, not today, man. No. He's out there. Look for him. <laughs> Yeah, I know what. You know what? Look for Ron Canada. Yeah, look for Ron Canada. No, can let us know. We're doing all the okay. work here. If if you send us a selfie with Ron Canada, I will personally send you a T-shirt. If you send me a selfie with Ron Canada, I will suck you off. <laughs> Please help us find that criminal, Ron Canada. <laughs> what if Ron Canada turns himself in? I will suck off the law. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> You're gonna suck off class traitors. Yeah, that's how dedicated I am to finding Ron Canada. I'll betray my own kind. anyways guys that's a t-shirt um for for plugs and recommendations um am i doing no we don't really have an order it usually goes either way um for plugs as always me and martin run a really fun comedy show every third thursday of the month at bonus round cafe in chicago at 9 p.m dungeon dragons theme called slide near dms it's so good it's such a great lineup we've had for the last few no matter what, when you come out, it's going to be a great time. Do it or die. Do it. We have we have candy. We are sorry, we have crossbows that shoot candy. So come out and yeah, see if you can hold one. It is fantastic. Uh, I also want to plug every every Thursday. Uh, I host uh, the Cupcake Comedy Cabaret at the Gallery Cabaret, which is a, an open mic and a showcase. Come out for for free cupcakes and just a good time. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah. we're real Thursday boys. I'll plug the other episodes of the podcast. Listen yeah. to them. They're, they're all right. Yeah, especially yeah. G-Fest promoters. Oh. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to listen. Well, Maybe they will. One. I don't know. I'm really mad <coughs> about this now, man. Do you think they are listening and they hear that they'll be hurt that you assume they're not Oh, God, listening? I can't go down this path. Hey, we, we, yeah. Listen, if you're listening or not, we still appreciate you. There you go. They're just going to hear clicking in a gunshot now. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Too much pressure. If you're listening, you're great and we love you. If you're not listening... Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I guess I'll just do my recommendation together, too. Um, I just started watching almost all of it already on Netflix, which is I Think You Should Leave, uh, Tim Robinson's new sketch show. It is yeah, it's great. so fucking funny. <laughs> it is upsetting. <laughs> he had a Netflix characters episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think his is my favorite in that, so I'm looking forward that's to it. That's probably the beginning of the show. I didn't see that one, I know. They have a sketch called Baby of the Year that's just so fantastic. That oh, yeah. has a lot of parts for somebody's trying to shoot a baby because <laughs> it's such a bad boy. And then they have uh, what I think is the perfect sketch in the second episode, which is a motorcycle sketch, which I don't want to give anything away, but it's really funny. It's mm. just watch it; it's so good. You'll hear Tim Robbins say "mud pie" in reference to pooping a lot, and it gets really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a, a running joke I liked. Yeah, nice choice of words. Charlie, did you have something you wanted to plug? Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, I play in a big band called Nuka Pazza. We're a big uh, performance art marching band thing. We've got a show coming up this Friday, but I don't know when this podcast comes out. So, oh, so if you have a time machine, go to that show. If you have time, or if you were at that show, hey, this is me talking about that show oh, from and before. And it was it great. You could also say cool. the date. Um, yeah, what's the date? Is that March third? Third. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's March third. Yeah. This will be so if March third. Hasn't happened yet. You know. <laughs> Go if to it has, yeah. look it up on the internet. There's going to be great photos of what happened. Yeah, it's going to be May 8th when this comes out. And then, <laughs> perfect. Um, and then uh, keep your eyes out for Mr. and Mrs. Wednesday Night. It's a old school couples variety show that's pretty much completely improvised with a live band improvising the whole time. It's We have stand-up comics sometimes. We have magicians, dancers... Um, a lot of puppets. There's a lot of puppets. Yeah, <laughs> this is pretty inspiring, actually. I kind of want to. It would be fun to do a kaiju. Theme. Oh, we yeah. theme a lot of our shows, so we'll pick like a a really loose theme and then just uh, kind of hit the go button. Ooh, There's a lot to kick off with with this, which is nice. <laughs> oh yeah, you can do anything, man. Yeah, we're pretty hot right now, so 
Yeah. G-Fest. <laughs> Think about that. And do you have any fun recommendations, too? Oh, fun recommendations. Um, what have I... Oh, man, Dragon Slayer. Dragon have you guys Slayer. ever seen Dragon Slayer? Whoa, that's a great name. Yeah. Dragon Slayer is, uh, I think, 1981 release. Uh, fantasy movie, as the name suggests. We put it on as a joke, <laughs> and it was riveting. Uh, ended up sitting down and watched the whole thing. There's some references. Uh, I guess it's George, one of George R. R. Martin's favorite movies. We found out afterward because there's a Tyrion character. There's some Valerian stuff happening in there. So he's just a really creative guy. That George R. R. Martin just <laughs> original ideas oozing out of him. When's this movie from? Uh, I think like '81. I mean, early even, '80s. He even <clears throat> sold his look from old man at conventions. So <laughs> <laughs> none of it's original. From guys. the Michael Moore booth. Yes. Yeah, Dragon Slayer, really great. Uh, the lead is the guy from Ghostbusters 2 who plays Janos. Oh, Ooh. yeah, he's great. Yeah, I forget his name, but he was really good in it. It's a really, the sets are beautifully made, like, uh, the acting's okay. Not amazing, but it fits the, the style. Yeah. Really fun movie, Dragon Slayer. Yeah, check that out, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, I love this shit. I'm down for checking that out. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to recommend checking out the, uh, the new Mountain Goats album. Ooh. Uh, in League with Dragons, it's, uh... Every, every song is written in a style that they refer to as Dragon Noir. Which, Man, uh, Dragon Heavy Episode. Yeah, yeah. about it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's really fucking good. It's a really fucking good album. Yeah. I Luke, like did you have anything you uh, wanted to recommend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Brandon had to go. I guess I well, forgot. No, he he went, his recommendation. Well, because he went before he plugged Yeah, I did it kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, recommend. Recommend. I recently got a SN th- an 8-bit do SN30 Pro controller recently. It's a Bluetooth controller, so if any of you people listening like play video games in a way... Is that like, the one that can... looks kind of like a Super Nintendo almost? Yeah, it looks exactly like a Super Nintendo My friend Nintendo has controller. one. It's, it's a little bit smaller, but yeah. yeah, it's got great weight. The buttons are amazing. The D-pad's great. And I've not enjoyed a piece of hardware this much since I probably I bought my first 3DS. You said enjoyed a piece of hardware something to say dildo. Yeah. <laughs> so squelching. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ever since I spent eight hundred dollars on that squelching so, dildo. That's a deal though. It keeps yeah. giving. You know. <laughs> a deal though. Oh. Well, guys, it's, it's been deal. fun. But I think my wife is going to kill me if we don't need to sing. She really wants to go to bed. Yeah. Sounds... yeah. What's, Does what's every episode go? end that way? No, but I think it's becoming more and more of a theme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as always, there's one way we like to end the show. Oh yeah, everyone knows Robot Man only have one plan. Drive car fast. Alright, roll that Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. is the uh, We adjourned the Midnight Society. <laughs> they use sand. Alright. Oh, that's very... Uh, Brandon Breed's Environmental of them. I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, I felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I belonged. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making you a high-quality podcast called Destined Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. 
Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey, I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Group T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destined Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so that they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destined Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make... The, the Mundane Fantastical! show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs>